Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by this message from the Kalamazoo, Michigan campus. For more info on the church, visit newdaycommunity.org. Wow, praise God. Good morning, everybody. So good to see you again. We are so excited to be in Michigan. We spent two weeks in Florida, and now, woohoo! <laughs> Uh, we love you guys. You're awesome. I love Michigan. My father used to work for for Chrysler for 15 years and used to live in in, in Detroit. So uh, we felt Detroit and the whole Michigan, you know, attached, still attached to our hearts. And and especially you guys, you're awesome. The cream of the crop. Amen. <laughs> love you guys. So good to be here and minister to you and serve you and as i said to the first in the first service uh when uh when we we expect the package you know we don't care how the the postman looks like talks like or what kind of hat or clothes how is he clothed all we expect and all we want is the package so i'm bringing you a package from god you know a power pack. <laughs> uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we honor your presence, your glory. We honor your word because uh, actually the word is you. The word is God. And uh, when we speak, when we preach, when we proclaim the good news, we expect that new things are going to be called out in existence and uh, that we're going to be shifted from one state to another, from glory to glory, as the Bible says. So we receive the message this morning. We receive the power appointed to, to live with. And um, recently I was meditating on faith. And, you know, it's interesting. The Bible says uh, faith comes by hearing. And sometimes we're deceived to think that uh, faith comes by what is heard, but that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says faith doesn't come by what is heard, by by hearing, which means you need to hear the hearing of faith on a daily basis, sometimes on hourly basis. Amen. It, it's not working like what you have heard last Sunday. You need to to hear it. You know, today, this Sunday, you have to be present. There's a story in the Old Testament of a guy uh, who, whose name was Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth was invited by David to, 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 to eat on his table, if you remember the story, all of his days. Amazing story of grace, by the way. It's another sermon. But uh, the Bible ends, uh, the story ends, the chapter ends, and Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he had to eat. He was invited to eat on, on the king's table. And I was like, wow, uh, imagine you are required to, because it will be uh, accepted like dishonoring the king if you don't participate the table every day. If you are missing, there would be like a problem for that. So you have to be on that table. And because he had to be on the table, he had to leave in Jerusalem and be in Jerusalem on a daily basis. Cannot go too far. 
And I was thinking, wow, that's a great representation that if we want to participate the king's table, of Je Jesus' table, we cannot live too far from the Bible, from the prayer meetings, from the church services and all these activities because the world is not going to serve you a king's table. The world will left you on leftovers, you know. But if you want to participate the king's table, this is the right place. This is the right time. You know, never, never go too far from those activities, you know. Yes, and God has invited you to participate that table on a daily basis. Amen. Amen. I, 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 I don't quit with that table when I finish serving and ministering. Every time when I, you know, I, I realize that the best thing, the greatest fun, the greatest pleasure in my life, I'm talking to the young people here, you know, uh, they, they are found in the Lord. They are found in the Lord. They are not uh, you are not made for the world. You are not made to enjoy the world. We live in the world, the Bible says, but we don't belong. We are not from this world. So we are made for the praise of his glory. We are made to enjoy God and to have fellowship with him. And listen to this. Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, uh, uh, whoever uh, drinks of this uh, water, he shall thirst again. But whoever drinks from the water which I will give him, he will never thirst again. And I realize if I drink from Jesus, from his pleasures, because the psalm says, dear pleasures uh, forevermore, and, and, and fullness of joy beside his right side, and you are invited in, in the realm to live in the realm and exist in the realm of these pleasures, and uh, you can enjoy God. He is enjoyable. Amen? He is not the, 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 the policeman. He, he is enjoyable. He is your father. I remember when I was young, you know, it would be terrible for me, you know, to be separated from my parents, even for an hour, for two days, you know would be difficult not 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 when i was 18 okay okay <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about but but you see you see the greatest pleasures are found in god not in the playstation or things like that that's fun okay we understand that but you have to learn that god has something greater for you than what the world can offer to you that's why we need you know, imagine what is served on the king's table. Huh? If we want to participate this this king's table, you know, we have to live close to all these things he had appointed for us. Amen. Praise God. Okay. So uh, let's go to the Old Testament. And I want to read a story for you and uh, preach a message, which uh, I put a title uh, from, a vic from victim to, to victor. And from rags to riches. Okay? Sounds exciting, isn't it? <laughs> Give it to me, Lord. Oh, shower, hallelujah. Okay, First Samuel chapter 30. This is a famous story in the Old Testament. Uh, David's story, actually, uh, known as the Ziklax experience. How, how many of you ever had a Ziklax experience? Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you will learn very soon. Then it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag. That was a, like a camp, okay? They, they were camping. 
because they would constantly move from one place to another with their wives and belongings and everything. So this, this was a temporary place they, they used to live because there was uh, enmity be be between the, the, the house of King Saul and the house of David. So they had to live s separate till the appointed time. So this story happened uh, actually at that time when they used to live in, in Ziklag. So uh, when they came to Ziklag on the third day, that the uh, Amalekites had made a raid on the Negev and on the Ziklag and had overthrown Ziklag and burned it with fire. <laughs> oh boy. Burned it with fire and they took captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great without killing anyone and carrying them off and went their way. So everything is taken. The city is burned down. So when they came, when David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. That's not good. <laughs> Doesn't look good at all. How many of you have been, you know, close to a place like that situation? I mean, when when you don't have anything left, like everything is gone, burned down, and it's a terrible place to be. So the Bible says everything is written on a purpose. Thi this book is not a book of uh, empty words, you know. God is not wasting his time. And a whole chapter is given to us and John says those which are written are written on a purpose so we may believe. So we may believe and continue to trust the Lord that he is well able and powerful to deliver, to save, to protect, to bless his children and to continue to trust him. Amen. So the Bible says when David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted their voices and wept until there was no strength in them to weep. Now, now listen to this. These were mighty men. If you understand what I'm talking about, I'm talking about David's army, David's mighty men, David's mighty army. Those people were giant killers. Do you remember David killed one giant? And that's the famous story in the Bible, okay? Those people, they killed four more giants, and we don't even mention about that. Giant killer, and, and they it was so terrible, the situation that they were so devastated, they started crying and weeping. And the Bible says, until so long, so, so heavy was everything, until there was no more strength left in them to weep. And that, that, that word used here, strength, no more strength left, is used always in the Bible for, for representing God's strength. So interesting, isn't it? It means they were so devastated on the outside that it affected, you know, it affected the state of their heart, their thinking, their they, 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 they faith, their they belief system, whatever. And then the Bible says there was no more 
strength and power left even to more. And then it got even worse. Listen to this. Now David's two wives had, be, uh, had been taken captive. Ahinoam and uh, Jezreelites and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, so, so on. And this is very difficult for my English, you know. Moreover, David was greatly, li listen to this. Moreover, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke to stone him for all the people were embittered, each one because of his sons and his daughters. So everything is lost. Nothing is left. The city is burned down. You know, no relatives, children, wives, everything. They wept. There was no more strength and power left to, to, to weep. And finally, it turned that they spoke to each other. Okay, let, let's kill David. And, and so our bitterness, you know, yeah. just and relief. We, we, and he heard that. And now, now th put yourself in the shoes of David just for a moment. Imagine you are at that place. Everybody is against you. And there is no one beside you to be with you. Okay? No one. You are totally abandoned alone. And everyone is against you. And you have nothing to lean on and nothing to, 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 to receive like encouragement, like nothing in, in the realm of the visible. But w listen to the lesson the Bible is teaching us this morning. L listen to this. But the Bible says, then David, then David strengthened himself in the Lord. Uh. What a statement. What a statement. It applies to you and to me. Yeah. You know why? Because sometimes there is no one beside you. The everybody is against you. Sometimes in a, in you're in a situation where in the visible, you don't see anything to work with you or for you, but everything is against you. And yet, in a situation like that, when there is no one to help you and to protect you and to bless you and whatever, you... By yourself, because the Bible says David himself. You see, we Christians, we are supposed to be even stronger than David. Because what we possess in, in, in the face of the glory, the possess of the new nature, the presence of the Holy Spirit who is always with us. In, listen, in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, you do something wrong. Okay, the anointing is gone. The Spirit is gone. And David, you know, once in his life, he went through that procedure, you know. And he wept bitterly. He had to repent and cry out and suffer. And so finally, restore unto me the joy of your salvation, okay? That's a New Testament. Uh, that's a, the Old Testament picture of the Old Testament scene. But you know what? In the New Testament, even you go through some stupid things, you know, the only thing you can do, I'm not encouraging you, okay? But still, I'm encouraging you to not forget that the Spirit is never leaving you. The only thing you can accomplish is to grieve the Spirit, but He still stays with you and He still remains with you. He is still on your side. Yeah. Isn't that more powerful, more greater than any Old Testament story? Yeah. You see, because what we possess today, David didn't have. 
that 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 nature that that glory this covenant new te new testament covenant in the old testament all the great and awesome promises we're partaking today even into the divine nature partakers and yet the bible says he strengthened himself in the lord against all odds he he just for a short moment he, he realized just just a second and he's gone he will be no more and then 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 he had to take decision immediate decision what shall i do what shall i do there was only one option praise god for that option that option is always with us till today the lord is on your side he's always with you even when there is no one beside you he is with you and the bible says he turned to the lord because he never leaves you he never forsakes you and he strengthened himself in the lord how happened he, he realized he was thinking well what's going on here this, this is not right i'm I, I, this is not my destiny that that's not the, the man i am appointed to be and predestined to be if you realize that he was anointed to become a king over the people of god over the nation of israel and there were many promises because he was a prophet the new testament talks that god has promised that uh, he will establish the messiah the promised one you know on his throne so he was for a short moment he meditated about that he is anointed he is predestined he is made for the praise of the glory of god and he realized that it is not over yet it is not over and you see it's not over with you because the bible says that you are predestined to be glorified you are made and planted to to for, for the praise of his glory yeah. that god has paid for your body soul and spirit he has redeemed you from, from the pit and he has established you beside the right side of the father with him resurrected together to rule in this world and he found strength to strengthen himself. And at that time, you know, they had the high priest. So the high priest came with the ephod. And he asked, the Lord, he asked and inquired to the Lord, shall I pursue? And the Lord said, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You should. Because you know what? I can see that there is a provision provided for you. There is a small surprise waiting for you because you will pursue and you will you will recover and you will restore you will overcome you will recover and you will restore everything yes do you know how tired they were they already they, they they were already so tired there was no strength even to whip now they they had to you know had to to to, to pursue and they found strength got strengthened there 600 people 200 of them almost fainted when they had to cross the brook and they left at that site 400 continued with him do you rem do you know who are those 400 if you go to the bible the very beginning of david's life you know when 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 he escaped his house you know he went to the cave of Adullam, and when he stood at the cave of Adullam, those 400 people the Bible describes them like failures, slow learners from the back seat, like people in debts, in all kind of troubles and out of luck. Okay, so these were not good people. 
they came and became the mighty army of David. And the Bible says 400 of them. So these people were turned into something great. These people were strengthened by God and they turned, God turned their destiny. So they, those continued, they were able uh, to cross the brook and they pursue. And you know what? Uh, they, they would not uh, ride in a pack, but they, 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 they would spread as, as long as possible. You know, they, they will stretch out uh, the, the group of people so they may see some signs. Uh, on the way, you know, going, going to that way. And suddenly they fell, they came upon a man, the Bible says, who was laying on the ground. And, and they, they, they see that body. So some of them, they go, they, 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 they take the body up and they see that this guy is still alive. There's still breath in his lungs. But he was so exhausted, so they had to feed him, to give him water to drink, and blood sugar to go up and recover him, you know, raisins and bananas and all kind of things like that. Just kidding, but yeah, so fix, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, just kidding. Uh, and, and, and finally, he comes to himself, and David is patiently waiting, and he goes like, now tell us, who are you, and why you are here? 